You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. Proverbs chapter 1 and the latter clause is talking to a child. But notice the latter clause says, and do not forsake the law of your mother. And do not forsake the law of your mother. It says to us that mothers should have laws. I said mothers should have laws. Should be separate from the father's laws and instruction. You need to have your own laws. But undoubtedly, there are some mothers that do not have laws. And that's one reason. So many children are jacked up. I'm going to stick to the text. Mothers should have laws. According to the text. And I think you, you would have a problem agreeing with me. If you don't have no laws, mama. Your children going to turn out. Jack up. Because remember again, when, when the verse starts, the first clause is talking to a child. Telling the child not to forsake the laws of the mother. So it's important for mothers to have laws. Now, a child does have a choice. Because notice again the verse. My son, don't forsake the law of your mother. You do have a choice. But, but mother, we need to make sure that they understand if you choose not to do what I tell you, that's on you. But if you don't give your children some rules, what does that say about you? I'll tell you what it says. It says that you are a lawless mother and that's my subject this morning lawless mothers and we gonna give our God a big hand of praise before we go further I want to give you some definitions of lawless. Number one, it says that 
you have no standards in place. And by being in place, I mean that they are just fixed. There are certain things that you are just not going to do. But on the flip side of that, there are certain things you're going to make it your business to do. Simply because you are a person of standards. Whether you're a man or a woman, you just have standards. But if you do not have standards, you're lawless. It's no telling what you may do. No, no telling what you may say. Even as a child of God, you need to have certain standards. Because if you don't, you'll backslide every other week. You tell your sister you done got saved, you in the church, you're doing right, but then she get on your last nerve. And because you don't have no standards, you cuss her out. I say because you don't have no standards, you curse her out. You have to have standards to the point to where you, will, you discipline yourself. You will go to a certain point and, and you won't go beyond that, that point. Even if you get fight mad, you just, you just, you know your standard is I don't cuss folk out no more. And so they make you mad enough to cuss them out. You've been there. Since you've been saved, you've been to the point to where somebody made you mad enough to cuss. But because of your standards, you didn't go there. You could have cut her. You, 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 you had plenty of opportunity to just pull out your blade and just, just cut her. She was running her mouth and you were just sitting there. Had your hand in your pocket by your blade. You could have took it out. But you have standards. A woman that does not have standards or wear anything in public. I just want to rest right here just for a minute and then I'm going to go on. And, and what I'm finna say may just be mean, but I just be like, man, how can she wear that in public? I mean, it don't matter if you save or not. Yeah, it's just, as a woman, it's just a certain thing you shouldn't wear in public. And you know, I don't, I don't like to just stab folk, but sometimes I just have to just... I can't believe she wore that. She got to be, I'd be like, she got to be at least 52. <laughs> she 
shouldn't even let her child wear that. And here she is. Uh, you have to have standards. I'm not telling you you have to be dressed up every time you go out. But you need to be decent. And if you are a virtuous woman, you're going to have some, some standards. Because you are not going to be deemed a lawless person or a person that does not care. You know, you got, you got to have a wig just in case. If you're a woman of standard, you like wearing your natural hair, but if you got to run somewhere real quick and you ain't got time to do what you do, you need to have something in place. Yeah, you do. You need to have something in place. And that goes for me, and I got stuff in place just, just in case. You don't want to be to the point where, well, I'm just going to run to the store and run back. I just pray. Ain't nobody there. It's going to be somebody there. It's going to be somebody that's going to see you. They can be in the car just listening to music. And all of a sudden, you get not trying to run, in that, run into the store real quick. Oh, God. I can't believe Pastor wearing that. You have to have standards. But when you're lawless, you don't. You, you don't care. You know, and, and some people is just like what they're doing. This is okay. This is okay what I'm doing. But certain things you, you should never be okay with. Just by a show of hand, whether you're, you're a man or a woman, you have standards. There's just certain things you're just not going to do. Now watch this. I'm going to see how many hands stay up. You got standards even when it comes to dress. Yeah. Certain things may look good on a mannequin. They may not look good on you. You, you know what I'm saying? I am a book. You see certain things in the book, it is nice, but it may not be for you. See, see, you need to have standards to the point to where you know what will and will not work for you. Because everything that worked for sister girl may not work for you. Man, that's pretty. Uh, sister also would look good in that. But you know, but I won't. Because that's, no, if I do that, it'd be too much out of place. <laughs> that's men and women. Just certain things you can't wear because you. <laughs> but, but when you have standards. You watch certain things, and you you only go so far. 
when you, when you don't have standards, you're off in your, in your thinking, in your words, and in your deeds. You're just off because you don't have standards. You're lawless. So, so you, you will say anything. And uh, I was in the community, and this young girl, she, I guess she was about 30, 35, and uh, I just heard her cursing out somebody. And um, like I say, sometimes I'll just stare. <laughs> if certain things happen. And uh, she was just cursing, cursing, cursing. And I looked. And because uh, I thought she was cursing out her husband, boyfriend, or somebody. <laughs> this is true. She was cursing out a child that had to be about three. <laughs> child couldn't have been five. About, about three. And I just say, man. And you know, a child didn't, didn't put on a coat. And the coat was still in the car and just, didn't I tell you to? That coat? And I said, why? I know she ain't cursing out that baby about a coat. And I thought I was the only one staring, but it was other folk just staring as well. Just, just couldn't believe what was taking and, and, and you know your, your mind roam and I got to think I, I said what wonder if this young lady don't have no standards because her mama didn't have no standards now, now if I met her mama I wonder if her mama don't have standards because her mother didn't have standards and, and so now it, it's just a generational curse I, I just wonder how that child would be in about 10 years that she cursed out because believe it or not same way you can be trained to do right, you can be trained to do wrong. And most of us know if children hear you say a particular thing or do a particular thing, they'll pick it up. That's the reason you don't need to be a lawless person. You don't need to be a person that, that is not disciplined. Because a woman that's lawless or, or not disciplined will, will fool with anybody. You know what I mean by fool with, don't you? Have sex with. You ain't got no standards. Even when I was a sinner, got real drunk, I still had some standards. I didn't just I didn't just dab into any 
scant anything. I, I mean, I had some standards. Now, don't misunderstand me. I have always loved skinny, fat, medium, tall, short. Don't matter the hair. I came up like that. But I still had standards. But especially when you get saved, when you become a Christian, you should have standards. Certain men, sisters, you shouldn't even give any attention. Why? Because of your standards. Why they, they come in your way? You say, hey, ain't even no need in coming this way. Ain't even no need in coming this way. You have to have standards. Let me show you something. Let me, I just want to go to a couple of scriptures because some of y'all looked at me strange when I said that. So let me see before I go any further. How many of you have standards? And as a woman or man, you need to have standards when it comes to certain people you deal with, certain things you do, certain places you go. Yeah, you need to have standards. All around, every aspect of your life, you need to have standards. And I'm especially talking to you if you are a Christian, but even if you're not a Christian, you need to have some standards. Because folks watching you, in the church and outside the church. But let's consider a couple of things in uh, Proverbs 28. Go there with me. In reference to the law. We're talking about a lawless person. Now let's see what the scripture has to say in reference to such a person. Proverbs 28 and 4. Ready? Those who forsake the law praise the wicked. Those who forsake the law praise the wicked. You break that scripture down. Those who pray, those who forsake the law enjoy pardon with the wicked. Those who forsake the law don't have no problem going to the strip club and throwing out their money. Look at the scripture. Those who forsake the law praise who? the wicked when you're praising you're rejoicing that, that's the reason when you get saved you, you, have to, you have to make it make up in your mind that you're done with certain crowds you didn't go to the club to, to see how the Lord was doing you went to the club to do I just went to dance. What was you dancing to? 
Well, it ain't in the Bible. You don't go. Yes, it is. You just got to break stuff down. But you never get to the point to where you're so lawless to where you allow yourself to get involved in something that the scripture deems wicked. Forget the verse again. Look at it. Those who forsake the law praise who? There are people that are put down the church. But they are praise the wicked. Yeah, my son is gay. But he's still a good person. How did you reach that conclusion? My conclusion would have been my niece is gay and need safe. Because when you say certain things, it's as if the implication is you're okay with it. And there are certain things as a child of God you should never be okay with. Even if society deems it okay. From your standpoint, you say let every man be a liar, but let God's word be true. And get this, folks will get upset with you for, for making statements just like I made. So, what would you consider when they do such? You consider them wicked. Those who forsake the law. And theologically, the law of the Torah is God's word. And some folks, when you... When you Tell them what does say is God's word, especially when you break it down. It upsets them. Yeah, my son, he, he, he a good boy, even though he, he shacking with two women. Now, how did you reach that conclusion? He a good boy, and he's shacking with two women. That means he has no law. No respect. It's tight in here. See, you have to be to the point to where you even look at yourself and ask yourself, do I have rules set in my life to where I'm in the place that I need to be. Lord have mercy. I got to take it further. Y'all ready? It's finna drop. Proverbs 28 and 9. 
one who turns away his ear from hearing the law, the Torah again, which in one sense refers to God's word. But then when you understand what Jesus said in John 8, 31 and 32, the law also, or the word of God also refers to the truth. You will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. So this is the truth. Notice this. One who turns away his ear from hearing the law of the truth, even his prayer. Is an abomination. I don't go to church, but I pray. I don't believe everything the Bible say, but I do pray. But that prayer is an abomination. I may not do what you do, Pastor Walker, but I, I try to treat everybody right, and I pray every day. I pray the Lord's prayer every day, but that prayer is an abomination. When you only want to receive what you want to receive, and then you want to go and pray, trusting God to do certain things, that Prayer is an abomination. That, that means on God's list, law or rules are very important. You have to, you have to govern yourself. You have to govern your thoughts, your words. And your deeds. You, you have to have standards to the point. To where you let God know. I, Lord I'm not just going to do anything. I'm your child. I'm going to set up what I. Say. Think. And do. In line with your will. I want to be in your will. You know because certain times. Your, your flesh will be wanting you to. Say something. That's in contrast to God's will. You have to have such a standard to where even, even when, when you feel like saying it, you won't say it. Even when it comes to your mind, you are swift to get it out of your mind. I want every one of my prayers to be heard. I want God to answer my prayer. But if I don't have no standards set up in my life, this verse is true for me as well as you. Your prayers are disgusting, displeasing, an abomination to God. This tight teaching ain't it. But is it right? Yeah, it's right. And so, contextually, or according to Proverbs 1, 
and eight, the last clause, it's important for mothers to have love. And nobody's asking you to be flawless, but you just need to have laws in place when it comes to how you govern your life. You don't need to just, just do anything. You, you need to even have laws when it comes to when you clean up your house. Laws in place of what, what children need to do in the house in reference to cleaning. You just need to have laws when it comes to your life. But, but if you will notice, contextually or according to Proverbs 1 and 8, the writer was concerned about mothers having law in reference to children. That's the reason, again, it starts, the verse starts off saying, my son. But then when you get to the latter clause, still talking to the child, but say, do not forsake the law of your mother. Don't reject the law of your mother. Don't disrespect your mother. Now, it's a choice because God made us free moral agents. But again, a mother has to be to the point to where she recognizes, I got to have some rules when it comes to my son. I named my son Peter. I don't want him growing up saying that he should have been Pam. I know I'm a man, but I... I was supposed to be. No, you were supposed to be what God created you to be. Even if you change this, that, and the other, you are still what God created you to be. Even if y'all favorite president signed it into order saying it's all right for a man to marry a man and a woman to marry a woman, that's, that's an abomination. I'm talking about y'all favorite president. Got his picture in your living room. Some of y'all, you ain't, you ain't, you just, he ain't, he can't talk about my president like that. Too late, now done open up that door. Even if your mama wrong, she just wrong. Your preacher wrong, he just The word gonna tap everybody. And, and so you, you have to have, and, and if your son chooses, to get upset with you and, and do this, that, and the other. That's, that's on him. But my thing, mother, you have to set up rules. 
And yeah, children going to get mad, but that does not matter. You have to do it because it is the right thing to do. And again, that's the reason it says, my son, forsake not. You got a choice, but don't do it. But see, mothers understand that they have a choice and they'll put a rule in place. But then if they see tears or, or they hear their child say certain things, then they'll change the law or the rule. And see, when you do that based upon the text, especially the meaning of mother from a Hebrew or biblical standpoint, you have become a law. Person. The Hebrew word for mother is, 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 a, is two letters E M. M. That's what it means. M. The one definition for mother in Hebrew that I want you to get. Is the person that binds the family. The person that binds the family. The person that God has given the capacity to pull the family together. That, that, that's the reason real mothers are not timid. Real mothers recognize that, that, that they have a power dwelling on the inside of them. That gives them the ability to cause a chaotic situation to become peaceful. They are made to pull folk together. But, but it's sad because, because you, have, you have mothers that are, are so lawless to where in, instead of them binding or pulling the family together the right way, they cause it to be separated. Theologically, they cause the family to not be united when it comes to the things of God, but to separate from what does saith the Lord. In our day and time, mothers accept too much mess. You, you can't be a mother except it. So, so your daughter going to tell well, look, I know you want me to go to church, but look, that church thing is not working for me. So I just want you to know since I'm 18 that I, I have made the decision that I ain't going to church with you no more. Your daughter trying to separate your rule. Now, 
a prayed mama would say, well, you 18. And so I respect your decision. So if you don't want to go, that's up to you. But I do want you to know you need to be in church. Trying to fix it. Say to your neighbor, that's a play mom. But a real mama like, hey! I know you 18 and society con considers you grown, but as long as you eat my potatoes, ground beef, and peach cobbler. And sleeping in my bed. Pulling up my sheets. Cutting all my lights. And washing yourself with my water. You gonna go to church. And you gonna do what I tell you to do. Or you got to go. Now see, society will call you a mean mama. You're trying to control your child. No, your laws are your laws. And you don't break your laws because you are created in the image of God and God ain't going to change his laws for the preacher, the deacon, the ministers, he changes and so you have to be to the point as a mother that, that you recognize because I am created in God's image these laws that God told me to put in place that's what I'm going to put in place and they're not going to be severed or broken for nobody. But like I say, we're in a society now to where to where you got mothers that tell folk they safe. But let all kind of stuff go on in yours. You lawless, you you saved, but you lawless too. You playing both sides of the fence. It ain't even right for me as a pastor to try to tell you what to do if I ain't got my house in order. Now remember you follow the pastor as the pastor follows Christ. Greta married now. Been married for a while. We didn't, just that one, one child. But ask me if... 
she followed the laws of that. Matter of fact, you ain't got to ask me. You ask her. <laughs> she knew the rules of the house. Sorry, Brother Joe, but I'm just going back a little bit. She knew the rules of the house. And she followed the rules of the house. Now, as a teenager, did she want to follow all rules? No. Because I'll never forget one day we, we were sitting in the living room and she said, uh, Dead. Uh, yeah, that would be me. I done got older now, so I feel like I should be able to do such and such and such and such. There ain't nothing wrong with you feeling like. But as long as you are in this house, there's only one set of rules. You have to be to the point to where you don't break your law. And, some, and sometimes flesh should try to get involved, but you got to stick. To your law. Do you know God changes again? Nah. Malachi 3 and 6. And if we are created in the image of God, certain things that you through prayer and according to the word set in place in your house, you don't change that. Let me just deal with this in a different way to break it down just, just a little bit more and then I'm going to close it. Again, the Hebrew word for mother is M, the person that binds the family together. You pull them together based upon the word. When it, when it comes to influencing, God has given you a power to influence your child to do the right thing. If your child refuses, that's on him or her. But it will, will not be because you didn't put your foot down. And, and if they do certain things and, and a, at a certain age, 18 or older, that is in contrast to your law, see them by. And some of them will go from your house to your mama's house. And if your mama accepts it. You need to tell her the same exact thing. Because they're having you being the bad person, but granted being the understanding person. But based upon the scripture, granted is just as wrong as she can be. I can't teach you on stuff like this long, so y'all hold on. Listen to this. So, when it comes to you having laws in place and, and, and you making sure that your children are going to do the right thing, you need to understand what a law is based upon the Torah. Law, first of all, represents precepts the literal meaning of a precept is something 
There are just certain things you got to teach your child. Breaking it down, you, you need to be to the point where you teach your child how to think, talk, and act. Somebody asked me, do your daughter work? I said, my daughter would talk. She had to work. <laughs> when she was at the house, she was working. Say your neighbor and had a bill too. <laughs> you got to teach your children. I said, you got to teach your children. You got to give your children precepts. I know the club don't close the two and I know you a sinner. Now look sinner. If you go to the club while you at my house You may feel like you've grown enough to stay to 2 o'clock. But if you come back to this house at 2 o'clock, you're going to have to find somewhere else to stay. Because everybody's child is not going to be saved. And so you're going to have to let them know if you're going to do this, that, and the other and you're going to stay here, you're still going to have to respect my standards. So if you go out and you don't come back at a certain time, the door going to be locked and you can ring the doorbell all you want. Nobody's going to get up and answer it. Lord, I'm too tough for some of y'all. Y'all just like, Lord, that's ought to be shame. Listen to this. The second thing that, that law has to do, well, it means is that it is a statute. What does that mean? Literally, you have certain things set up. It says about you as a mother that you are an organized person. You're organized. And so you teach your children how to be organized. You don't want your children to be dysfunctional. You don't want your children to be unorderly. Even, even as a sinner, I still knew it was right to, to call older people, yes, sir. And yes, ma'am. Whoo, I'm finna cross the line. Yeah, I am. I'm finna cross the line now. Some of y'all who've been amen to me, I'm finna lose you now. Because this is going to affect you. Why is that? Some of us, you raise your children more like your friend. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't teach my children to say, yes, ma'am. And, and no ma'am and, and yes sir and no sir I, I, I don't do that 
I don't do that. I, I just teach them to say yeah, but I tell them to be polite. But see, you don't understand. Even in scripture, the reason Jesus had his disciples call him Lord. Because of the respect. See, it's bigger than you. You teach your children to do that to let them know that look, there are certain people that, that deserve honor simply because of how long they have been living. So when you address them, you address them as yes, sir. No, ma'am. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. Because you are recognizing that you're talking to somebody that has lived long enough to be respected because of their age. The Bible even tells us to respect our elders. But you as a modern day woman. Don't teach your children to honor people in the manner that they should be honored. You ought to be shame of yourself. You are unorganized. You are causing dysfunction in your own household. And it just be amazing because you you have children just just you, you be like man he 10 and say yeah. 10 and say yeah. And some of you are like, what's wrong with that? Again, dishonor. That's when you have to teach your children certain things. The way they are, the way they are teaching children in school now that, is, that if you feel like you're gay, it's okay to it. At your house, they need to understand that that the teachers that they go to at the elementary school, the junior high, them secondary teachers. Them secondary teachers. Look, I'm your primary teacher. Whatever they tell you, 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 you make sure that, that if it's in contrast to what I'm telling you, you don't do it. You have to set your rules in order because if not, you have a child in your house that you're feeding that's disobeying your rules. And they are receiving it from a person that hadn't gave your child a penny toward their lunch money. A person that once your child leaves their particular classroom may or may not see them again. You have to be the primary teacher. Listen, I'm still contextual. Mother has to have laws. How your child going to get them laws? You going to teach your child laws. You going to be the primary teacher. I knew Greta was going to be girl. I knew it wasn't going to be no coming in here to my, you know what? 
I don't think I was supposed to be grilled. I think I was supposed to be joy, but not him. <laughs> if you're ready to be a joy, does that mean it's time for you to go? That's your choice, but you ain't going to be no George here. Ooh, that's just too tough for some of y'all. No. I got to show you something. The text is talking about you giving laws to who? Your child. My son, forsake not the law of your You have to give your child laws. How many of you okay with your son saying that he wasn't supposed to be a boy, he was supposed to be a girl? Listen, as prevalent as children saying that they're not what they were created, we need to make sure, you, you need to make sure as parents, especially mothers, that you're teaching your children, look, you are a boy because that's what God created you. You are a girl. Because that's what God created you. You ain't trapped in nobody. You see these particular things that you got right here, right here, and right here? Those are girl things. You ain't trapped nowhere. Those are girl things. And the reason you have those girl things is because God created you that way. You have to do the same thing with your son. Because demons will try to convince your son or your daughter, this, that, and the other, but you have to teach your child certain things to let them know that, look, this is who you are. Confusion is not of God. The Bible is clear. 1 Corinthians 14, God is not the author of? But of what? Peace. Mama, I think I'm a, well, let's talk about it. But yeah, let's, let, let, no, let me show you. Lord have mercy. I got to show you a couple of things. Go into Proverbs 29. I'm closing. Ooh, good God. Lord have mercy. Y'all better hold on. Y'all think I'm rough. Hold on for this scripture right here. This is going to be a tough one. Proverbs 29 and 15. Ready? The rod and what? Give what? But a child left to himself. Bring shame to who? If you don't make sure your child has knowledge and understanding. Your child going to bring dishonor to you. But if God knows, you know, and others know that you taught that child the right way. But that child just decided to stray. Tell you what folk going to say. Well, it ain't because his mama didn't teach you. It ain't because she didn't tell him the truth. 
And see, the wonderful thing, when, when you train a child and that child strays, according to Proverbs 22 and 6, there will come a time to where that child will recognize, look, I need to get myself to Kef. Mama didn't raise me this way. Let me go back. Be just like the story of the prodigal son. But on the other hand, if you don't give your child, notice what the text says, the rod and what? Rebuke. That child is not getting wisdom. The rod and what? Rebuke. Well, you know you can't, you can't whip a child. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Nobody is telling you to abuse a child, but yes, you can discipline your child. Well, I don't like to talk harsh to my son. Rebuke. You, you see the text? This is not walk, is it? You have to rebuke your child. What does that mean in, in just layman terms? You need to straighten your child. There are times you, you got to understand this is a child and, and a child going to do some crazy stuff. You got to straighten that child. Your child walking around in your, in your house shoes, that, that ain't cool, mama. And he a boy. That's so cute. That ain't cute. You understand what I'm saying? The rod and rebuke Give what? Look at the text. The rod and rebuke give what? But a child left to himself or herself brings dishonor or shame. Man, I wish I would have taught him better. You ain't got to. And some of you, you don't need to have that statement. You need to do it now. If you haven't been putting your foot down, put your foot down. Well, they're going to get mad and won't like me no more. They may get mad for a minute. But eventually, they're going to appreciate what you did. You notice, how, you notice how mothers who let their children do anything, then when they get grown, they talk about their mama. You know what? Mama didn't care what I did. That's the reason I'm on. If mama would have just taught me, I would be. But while they're doing it, the child loves it because the child getting to do exactly what he or she desires. But a child is to be restricted. Governed by your rules. And your rules as a Christian should be based upon the written and reveal will of God. You should be to the point if your child starts doing things that are dishonorable, you ask yourself, is that because of me or not? If it's not because of you, let it go. It's on your child. But if you know you didn't put your foot down when you should have, yeah, it's your fault. 
he 40 and you still treating him like he 12. Yes, you'll fall. She do whatever she want to do in your house. She upstairs partying. You downstairs reading your Bible. And it's your house. Yeah, that's your fault. I better close it. Let's go to the book of Timothy. I'm glad Mother's Day only come one time a year. It's mine or some, some of you. But you know what? When God took me that scripture, you know, you know my first thought? When it talks about, I, I, I said, well, I guess the Lord want me to teach about the law of mothers. And then the Holy Spirit said, no, we're going to flip this. I want you to teach on lawless mothers. I want you to put emphasis from subject to conclusion. Every point. Lawless mothers. But let me show you something. Let's go to the book of First uh, Timothy. How many are still happy? Second yeah. Timothy, chapter one. I'm gonna start at verse eight. God have mercy. Therefore, do not be help me of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me. His prisoner. But share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God. Notice this. Who saved who? And called. The word called equates chosen. And called or chosen us with what kind of calling? God is holy. That's what Moses said. And then when Peter talked about holiness, he said, the one that called you is holy. And therefore you be holy. And he took it further. He wanted them to be holy in all their conversation or in all aspects of Life. And when you're holy, it's not just a church thing. <laughs> you do right in church and help me. But notice, he says again, verse 9, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our what? Words. But according to his own Words. and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. We are not to be ashamed. We are not to be ashamed. 
Because what we're doing is not based upon what we want to do. Notice, not based upon our works. See, certain things you're going to say, folks going to look at you saying it, but it's not based upon what you say in reference to saying it based upon your mindset, your feelings. As a Christian, everything you think, say, and do is based upon the scripture. Everything you think, say, and do is based upon the scripture. And you say and do it because God, he saved you and he called you. I said he saved you and he called you. Well, what kind of calling? How did he choose you? A holy And so in your house, it needs to be exemplified that you are holy. Outside of your house, it needs to be exemplified that you are holy. Why? Because if not, your child going to come up the wrong way. Well, pastor, I know folk that raise their child in the church. It's a difference in raising your child in the church and teaching your child in the church and outside of the church. If you teach your child properly in the church and outside of the church, and your child sees in your life the manifestations of the blessings of God, Your child's desire for God will be great. But if on the other hand, you're in church. You come to church. But your lifestyle is not according to the written and revealed will of God. Guess who's going to be one of the primary ones that's going to know that? Your child. And when your child sees that Certain things are happening to others that are not happening to you because you're not doing according to the word. You know what a child will do? Straight. Straight from that. But if a child can see the benefits in your life of living according to the word of God, that child will stick to the word. It's evident. That, that's evident in, in, many, in many families. And again, sometimes you're just going to have a child that's, that's just set. That look, I'm going to sin no matter what. I know God blessing you, but I just want to sin. I know you do this, and, and, and I know we got this, that, and the other because God is blessing you, but I still want to sin. I still want to do, do what I want to do. It's going to be children like that. But my thing to you mothers, especially, don't let it be because you are a mother without laws. Don't let it be because of that. Set your house in order to the point to where everybody in the house recognizes 
that you are an M. You are the one that pulls everybody together. How many understand that? I'm going to stop right there. Let's get the Lord a big hand of praise. <laughs>